0: what's up everybody this is naime with digging in with naime and kim kim is also here as my guest <laughs> for the day co-host or whatever if this is your first time joining us welcome if you've been here before welcome back family today i want to get we're gonna get straight to it i'm actually real quick actually actually make it straight to it. i'm reading seven books seven books at one time because I'm really trying to reach my goal of 36 books in the year, and it's already September. So I am reading seven books right now. If you have tips on how I can efficiently read all seven and not lose my mind, you know, pass them along. You know what I'm saying? Asking for a friend. All right, so today we're talking about forgiveness. The Lord had planted this in my heart last week, and I've just kind of been meditating on it, praying about it, and. looking at it with the lens of, of what are some spaces and places that I need to seek forgiveness in from people and from the Lord? What are some places that I can also forgive other people in? Now, I want everyone to have an understanding that this is not popular belief, that what we're going to be talking about and my thoughts are, is not common. It's not a common thought that society that people around us are doing and or thinking, but I think that this is, the, the, I think there's a lot of biblical truth in it and I think that it's the reality and I think that this is something that I plan on challenging myself in and focusing on and, and figuring out what it looks like within my walls and my spaces and my relationships. So we are digging into the Bible today, folks. So if you have a Bible, go grab it. If you do not have a Bible, open your Bible app. If you do not have that, you can also just Google. But we'll be actually coming from Colossians 3 and 13. Kim really has no other reason to be here other than to just co-sign everything I say. As a co-host, I feel (laughs) like
1: my voice is valid. um, And I think I can shed some light on this topic, I
0: believe. (laughs) would you say i'm a good forgiver (laughs) so colossians 3 and 13 now real quick just to give you guys an understanding paul wrote this paul who was once saul right and in acts uh acts 9 i believe was walking to damascus when the lord had stopped him and spoke to him and basically said yo you've been killing my people i want you to stop and I no longer will, you will no longer be called Saul, but you are now Paul. And you'll be focusing on this. This is your life's mission. This is your life's work to share the gospel and to share about me uh, throughout the, the ends of the world. And so we, we're joined in Colossians 3 where Paul has been locked up and he's imprisoned and chained. And he's talking about living and being made alive in Christ. So that's what this is about. Colossians 3.13 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And I also want to say in verse 12, he talks about ways that, um, some characteristics that you should have within yourself, right? So humility, kindness, compassion, gentleness, and patience are the ones he names in verse 12. Now, according to the verse 13, I think the most important part is to understand that paul is urging us that paul is commanding us that paul is advising us to forgive as the lord forgave you and a few days ago when i read this i just felt instantly convicted because i literally had a thought of like well how does god love me truly when when i say jesus loves me right and we say it all the time the song right a kid song jesus loves me yes i know for the bible tells me so well how does what does the bible tell me And I think one thing that I received is that, that when, when seeking forgiveness from the Lord, once we are forgiven, we end up back in right standing. Mm -hmm. We don't end up further away from him. Now, let me, let me, let me say this. He doesn't end up further away from us, meaning he does not move. We may step forward, step back, step side to side. We may inch a little here, inch a little there, but He does not move. He stays at the at the at the right of the relationship where He had always been. We just do maybe the moving, and so that's what I what I what I felt in my spirit and what I heard of like when you when I forgive you, I forgive you completely. I forgive you fully. I don't hold a, a, a record of wrongdoing. I don't see a forgive. Right. I don't, I don't shame you. I don't blame you. I don't throw stones at you. I don't call you names. I don't bring it up again later. Like, I, I forgive you completely. Can I say it's my favorite word in the
1: whole wide world? Grace. He provides a grace to us.
0: Yes, he does. He does. And I just had a moment where I was like, wow. Like, I had a moment where I, I, I think I was able to fully grasp... This understanding of like after doing wrong against the Lord and seeking forgiveness, he does not, even an ounce of him does not doubt us, does not question our intentions, does not look at us any different. He literally sees us as whole. And it it convicted me because I know I don't do that. I do not do that. You wronged me one time, shame on me. Fool me twice, right? Like the J. J. Cole Cole. Cole. (laughs) song. (laughs) 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 Please don't do it. So realistically, though, how many of us do that? Where mm-hmm. you've hurt me, you've wronged me, where I can't trust you like I could before. And that makes sense, right? There's broken trust. There's, there's broken intimacy. There's uh, questionable, questionable intentions, right? Mm-hmm. But with God, that doesn't happen. With God, that doesn't happen at all. There's an understanding that when you are forgiven by God, you are made new, right? He purifies you. He cleanses you. Uh, and it makes you think of First John one and nine. For He is faithful and just to forgive us mm-hmm. and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So when He does forgive us, He does cleanse us from all the unrighteousness that we walk into on a daily basis. And it just made me be like, oh, that's so counter what we're known to do. That's counterculture, right? Mm-hmm. So culturally, we we have this whole thing, council culture. First off, where you forgive and not forget. forget. You've done something wrong and you're canceled. You're completely done. We're done with you. We're no longer going back. Uh, We have this whole thing where you can say the wrong thing out of misinterpretation and or misunderstanding and you're completely done. You're out of here, right? I think think it's important that we, we understand the impact that's made right that we understand the impact of the harm and or hurt and or danger made but i think it's really dangerous when you throw people away when we just say you're toxic i'm just getting rid of you completely right we know that that Jesus didn't do that. Biblically speaking, Jesus walked with the sinners. He corrected them. He told them what was up, right? Out of love. love yeah. But he definitely say that part. We don't we, we don't want folks out here just correcting people. <laughs> That's what I said out of love. Yeah. Love, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he but he definitely didn't leave them where they they were. Yeah. And now I'm not telling us that we should go and just correct people. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that like are we are we forgiving like Jesus is. So let's talk about the idea
1: of what actual forgiveness looks like like the biblical, the biblical perception of forgiveness because I think what the Bible says what forgiveness is and then how we as people interpret it sometimes is misconstrued so the Bible talks about forgiveness as being what you just said like God gave us grace and, it, 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 and it's no longer there like we don't have to look the same right like let's say i I, i've done something that i know was not right i know it was not okay and i go to the lord and i repent and i'm asking for forgiveness like in, in in scripture it says he will forgive me because he's our righteous judge right now he calls us to be exactly like him we are his image and we're supposed to to live as christ so if god tells me, like, you know what, I've forgiven you. You don't have to look back at your past sin. You don't have to look back at the things that you've done. You're white as snow. That is what we're supposed to reflect towards others. Because we're we're, we're supposed to be Christ-like.
0: Those are my two cents.
1: <laughs> in the world, like, in, in, in our society, unfortunately, um, because... Our emotions and our feelings—they they are one hundred percent valid, and they can make us feel some type of way. And when you keep getting burned, you're like, "I'm tired. I'm done," which is understandable. I think every person in this world has felt that way at some point. Um, and it's not a, a reason to go and be around toxic people by any means necessary or things like Anybody that.
0: Anybody telling you to stay in a relationship that?
1: Like- yeah, no, 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 none of that. None of that. But like we should, we should look at it um, deeper. And so, Neme, explain what you're supposed to do, biblically speaking, when when you you've hurt someone. Why well, gotta explain? Cause you just did it. I'm just kidding. If I just did it before we got on, did you not?
0: No. As Kim was saying, we we as people are hurt. We're damaged. And when hurt is done to us, we feel like it doesn't make sense to forget. Or what we tend to do a lot of the time, in my experience as myself, and I've seen other people do it as well, is we say we forgive, yet we hold. You good for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Maybe I am. I don't know.
1: You'd be like, yeah, I forgive them or whatever, but I ain't talking to them no more.
0: I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm, I'm kidding. i I'm kidding. Kidding. But, uh, but, but we definitely, but, but that is what we do. We hold it. We hold it over their head. And it, it may not be out blank right where, oh, they're this person, good for nothing. It may not be that. But it might be a simple look. We'll look at them and or we'll think certain things. And or we, we are mindful now of how, what we say and how we say it, right? So it's like, why well, can couldn't trust them to keep this secret. So I'm not telling them secrets anymore, which, again, i have done. And, and it makes sense logically. It makes complete sense logically. You've broken trust, right? You broke mm-hmm. the trust that was there. You broke the respect that was there. How dare you think that you deserve anything but what I'm going to give you, right? That right. makes sense logically mm-hmm. to us. But b- biblically speaking, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. Like, I, I, I really don't. I truly believe that God is saying, look, Naime, I've forgiven you for all the times you've walked away from me. I've forgiven mm. you for all the times you've doubted me. I've walked, I, mm. I, I'm forgiving you for all the times you slept here and or looked like that and or looked at that person like this and or thought this thought. Like, Like, I'm forgiving you for all these things. And I'm completely making you new. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer holding it over your head. And you no longer have to look back. And that no longer defines you. So because I was a liar at one point, if I'm no longer a liar, I'm no longer a liar, period. And that's just not how we live. Mm-hmm. But it should be. Mm-hmm. I really truly believe that that is how we should be. That we should we should fully and fundamentally say, and with open arms, I forgive you. I will mm-hmm. no longer hold... Something over your head, I will no longer doubt if I can trust you. There may be broken trust, and I think that we can work on what this looks like moving forward. But I'm, I'm ready to move forward with you. Mm-hmm. Now, I, that's what I believe it's supposed to look like. What I also want to add to that, though, is as we said before, that doesn't mean that you're just stuck in toxic relationships, right? The point of a relationship is two or more people working Working together. together. Yes. Right, community. So if you have someone in the community, a friend, one individual, multiple individuals, who have decided that they don't wanna walk in this truth of forgiveness with you, then I do think after, after a conversation, I think it's important to communicate. I think through prayer and communication, I think that there can be a decision made of like, you know what, maybe this person needs some time where we fully support them, right? We love them and we're here for them, but I think that they, that they need to work on some things with them in God. And I think that that is what you do. You put it in God's hands and you trust him to, to work it out. Um, but again, they're, they're, I, I strongly believe in reconciliation. Right, completely, hundred percent. Which is why I'm always advocating for like get rid of the prison system. Which is another conversation. Yeah, but you no, know, but even no, cases. no, no, even in that forgiveness, though. Right, right, no, even in like, that forgiveness. But can you talk about
1: the restorative justice? How you explained it? I'm about to get into. that. Oh, I'm just saying, I was waiting okay. on it.
0: Thank you for that. So, uh, which is why I brought the, the prison. That this is the reason I brought this up. So I do. I strongly believe in restorative justice. Um, I don't remember the word do you remember how to say it in Hebrew no. justice so I don't remember for the life of me right now uh, the the way to pronounce justice in Hebrew but biblically speaking the the Hebrew word that the bible uses when discussing justice is restorative justice not um, not the opposite the other part of justice where it's like of how America lives and how most of the world lives where you you have to reap what you are sown. Now, biblically speaking, we know that that's that's the case. Period. We know I don't that to you that <laughs> You know you're right. Keep going. We know I'm like, "Well, you can correct." We know biblically speaking that that we do all reap what we sow. Mm-hmm. But again, we have to always remember that we are saved by grace. Mm-hmm. So there is this fundamental grace that we as Oh, I just hit myself. That we as humans should always be freely giving because we are freely given it. Right. Um, so this idea of restorative justice, which I strongly believe, is how God treats us. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so, God again, like we said before, when he forgives us, God does not look at me for the wrong I've committed against him. He does not. He loves me and he accepts me. Mm-hmm. Not... Uh, N- not, not to get confused with him accepting us in our mess. Don't mm-hmm. get that confused with him accepting me as his image barrier. Realistically, we as humans are all image barriers. We are created in the image of God. Right. Realistically, Jesus died for every single human on this earth. He loved us all that he died for us. So we, so we are all really? image, image barriers. But the extra step that happens is when you become a heir... A son or daughter of God is when you accept Jesus, right? When you accept the gospel, when you know it to be truth and you walk into it, there's this extra step of being an heir of the throne, right? Being a son or daughter. And I think that is important that God forgives us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he forgives us as a son or daughter, that we're restored to the son and daughter, we are not lesser than we're not going to be a Cinderella. Like, that's not how God sees us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because right. why? Like it, I, And I wish I could. I, I don't have a reason. And I don't need it's to. A, it's the same way it doesn't make sense in the
1: idea of as Jesus was walking up to Calvary, being beaten, being cursed at, being sworn at. Once he was up on the cross, he says, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. So even in the midst of his torture, in the midst of his pain, in the midst of them doing all these horrible things to him, he
0: still was asking for forgiveness on their behalf. And and to that point is why, because of that love, why we have the forgiveness that we receive. Mm -hmm. Because again, we do not deserve it. Right. We don't deserve it, right? We live in a world that literally says, "If you have committed the crime, go and we are going to throw you away. We will never see you again." And then once we see you outside of it, you're forever going to be in whether it's parole, probation, or like you always, you always have right. There's all you're always you're one, once in the system you're in the system. That's how our world operates. Uh, there is no, there isn't restorative justice. You can't be restored to to, Your former to the fo- of of this community, right? That's what the world says. But God's saying not so. God is saying that with me, I can restore you back to who you were, better than before. Now, along with this, though, along this sounds so beautiful and so like kumbaya, but it's, it's like, harder
1: than it
0: sounds. And it's like, well, how do we do that? Realistically, we can't do it. Like, I, I can't do it, right? right? My flesh, no. When I'm hurt, I'm hurt. When mm-hmm. I'm wronged, I'm wronged. And, and it's going to take a lot more than just my own thinking, operating, and doing that's going to help me in forgiving someone else. Realistically, I can only do it with God. Right. But, but through God, all things are made possible. So with God, I can freely forgive someone and just like him, throw it into forgetfulness and just let it, doop, it's over there. We ain't going to bring that up ever again. That that we we can do that if we choose and allow God to, to to be in control of the situation, to give us the strength for it. So in that That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> smacking my lips a lot. I need some water. Can I can I can I say something?
1: <laughs> Are you gonna call your assistant, your intern? Is that what you're about to do? I need
0: water! Bring me water.
1: <laughs> I'm weak. <waiting>.
0: Um <laughs> I think at the end of the day... Thank you for my water.
1: Stop. Stop. I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to one thing, and that's love. Like... And we, and I think we hear that word so much, uh, we almost become desensitized to it, but it's such a powerful and such a strong word. Like, God is love. And in the idea of... Love is the greatest form that, that that you can give to someone it's it's that's it period like there's no if answer but like that's the greatest way you can do that and one of one of the quotes that I saw earlier this week and I just thought it was so beautiful it says To forgive is the highest, most beautiful form of love in return, you will receive peace I'm sorry, you will receive untold peace and happiness like but not only in a selfish way for you but for that person who let's say if they they've done you wrong like coming together and communicating that point it can help a lot of healing a lot of healing and Nami, mean, you actually just said it before we even started this podcast but finding out what the root issue of something is yeah why did you say this why did you do this why did I react this way what is causing like the the conflict I think that's such an important aspect of it, of any argument or any miscommunication whatever the case may be getting to the root of it and sometimes no we might not always understand sometimes no it could really just be a, a miscommunication but usually 90% of the time there's a root cause of something and the root cause of an impact and an effect of it so I think if you can come together and communicate these things with one another I think I think well, that will help. And, I, and with I, a think,
0: lot. I think so. So I think what it sounded like you were saying, there's an end or for right. there. So, so, so I guess what I'm saying is that that at the end, there's always a route for everything, right? So, right? so even if someone is to. Um, like we, we as people, we make choices based off of our understanding of our realities. Right. Hear me out. Not our understanding of truth. But what we think is real or not Mm -hmm. is how we make decisions and choices. So you have your drug dealers, you have your congressmen, you have your regular, oh, degler folks, your Those teachers, everyone, right, every, <laughs> sure. Every single person who lives on this earth, we make choices based off of how we perceive our reality, right, mm-hmm. so someone who uh, may feel like they need to steal because my reality is that I have no money, mm-hmm. I can't feed my children, I've tried everything, this is my life, la- like that, that's their reality, right. that's not truth, but that's the reality now i also want to
1: go back to the idea of a relationship being a two-way street so you can't have one person working at it the other not so you first of all need to come to to an agreement like is this something what you said earlier are we going to walk in this truth together are we going to walk in the like in this idea of forgiveness together if not okay let me know but again it comes down to a, a conversation it comes down to communication but if you're on the receiving end, we'll use our friendship as an example. Naime, you've hurt me, I've hurt you before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do how do we navigate through that?
0: So Kim knows I I I strongly value communication. So if we have an issue, I want to reconcile. Talk to me about it. Now, Kim, on the other hand... I don't operate that way. She does not. She she doesn't mind communicating, but she needs time to process and think. I'm the type of person, don't leave this room until we figure it out. Now, I understand that Kim doesn't work like that. So what, I ha- what we have come to do is I, have, I ask of her hey, let me know if you need space, let me know about how long you need it, and I'll give you that time, come to me when you're ready type of thing. Now, there's, there's communication had that I value this, I this is what I need, and I'm going to give you what you need, which is your space. So we're giving each other our, the needs that we ourselves have so that we could reconcile. That'd
1: mm-hmm. be good.
0: That's beautiful. Because, um, <laughs> oh, it happens a
1: lot. Yes. No um but because I operate differently I'm the type of person I never want to react in the heat of the moment because you can't take back words as much as as people as as much as we're talking about forgiveness and things like that again it's easier said than done because when you're hurt you are hurt there is nothing that can really change that at that moment so again we need God's strength for that but in the heat of a moment, when you're upset and you say something that really, really, really cannot be taken it back taken back it it deteriorates and it and it forms wounds and bruises that are going to always be there and I would like to use the example, but remember when you first told me at Red Lobster was it red lobster or Olive Garden, whatever you told me about a situation that you decided to do mm-hmm. And I was upset, like, and I didn't know how to react in in that situation. I literally was like, I'm disappointed in you. And like I got up and I left, and it was a whole thing. I didn't realize in that moment, me saying those words would affect Naime so much. Yeah. I had no idea. And so when I did have a chance to process those things, once I did have a chance to be like, you know what? Life happens, like no one expects anything. We can never say never, like. When I did come to myself, when I tried to come to Naime, she wasn't here for it. No. She was not here for it. And so that is one of those situations where I learned, at, and thank God it was at a fairly young age yeah, to not, not not, to react in the moment. Take your time. It's okay if you need your
0: time. I told Naime all the
1: time, give me my space.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that and that is something I'm learning. Again, I value communication and I value time. Th- those, those are the two things time you can't get back and communication is the space you can't put a time frame on either so so with that that yes so i if i agree. need 6 months give me my 6 months i, I agree <laughs> but but again but communicating to me that hey like just so you know like versus never communicating to me and then i'm like oh are we not friends anymore like i don't know what's happening like that that but to that point with that i think to to that story what what is so important and valuable in that, especially because we were young, right? Mm-hmm. I was only twenty years old, mm-hmm. so I remember not fully understanding how I like to operate. Not fully, you know, I'm twenty mm-hmm. years old. I don't know what I like and how I like to communicate. And I don't know that. Yeah. So, but I will say that 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 was a that actually is funny enough is a a memory that I remind myself of when I. When I have a problem with someone and I'm like, let's figure it out now. Because I remember you leaving Mm -hmm. and I remember me being there and be like, well, first off, you drove me here. (laughs) So I had to get back in the car with you. And it just, it just, I I, I remember so vividly how I felt and all that. You didn't, we didn't ride together. We did. I didn't have a car. You had your truck. I remember
1: specifically because I left. And it was hot outside. It was Arizona summer so
0: really? I know I was getting out. Yeah. No, so then how many times did we argue it it's was not, it was not that's Arizona right. summer. It was that happened in September. It's not hot in September. I didn't tell you until like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I told you right away. But no, anyways, and it had to have been before I went back to Chicago, so that's not true. So it was September summer. though. It
1: was not, it was September. I believe me, I know. Okay, either way. Either or. Anyway. Regardless. But then I mean there have been multiple occasions. I'm just kidding there have been instances also like on the receiving end where she she's done some very hurtful things and and because I don't operate in the
0: let's talk about this now I don't want to talk about it right now so I gotta give her space and, so, and, and respect and, nope, it though yeah, yeah because sometimes it's frustrating for me mm-hmm. so it's a lot of, first of all, it's a lot of self-control that I have to be like it's not about me that part it's not about me I need to let her take her time and again I value time so I understand like the two sides of the coin, where it's like I need to process, I need time to process. But I also understand like I, if I die today, I don't want us, I don't want, I don't want to die today and you be hurt. Like I never want that. I never want to die and have someone like, oh, I wish I said this to Naime. which is is a problem because that's why I say a lot of the things I say, which can be harmful to people. Because I'm like, I need them to know. If I was to die or if they're to die, Especially I need them to know, but right that could be harmful.
1: Now, y'all, literally. We're in the middle of a pandemic where people are
0: dying. My left my and right, we literally have people yeah, dropping yeah. off the center. I of have earth. I have a few family members who have COVID. I have my grandfather just died last. It's about to be a year. I have my cousin of mine has cancer. Of COVID, though, like right, like I like, but but I'm saying like in my immediate circle, there's a lot of like sickness and ill and death and things happening where it's like I'm literally being like yo. What is happening? Why am I thinking like this? Why am I like yes? Mm-hmm. And so I think I think I think we take life for granted a lot of the time. Going to we think we're gonna wake up exactly. And I think and I
1: think it's like well I'm gonna still be mad at this person. I'll tell them later. We the way later people out here getting shot by cops and whatnot. You don't know if later's gonna happen. Like you you don't know. So are the last words you want to have said to someone was like hurtful or? Yeah. Like, will you really, like, really search yourself? Will you
0: have peace with that? And I, and I, and I've heard a lot of people be like, "Yeah, I would be okay." And it's like, no, you. You're saying that now because you have the privilege of seeing this person again if you choose to. Like, if this person was completely gone, are you sure you'd be okay with that? But that's kind of just something that the Lord has placed in my heart, as because I'm currently dealing with having to forgive some people and and hoping that people can forgive me. I'm always trying to double forgive and I may. Jeez. <laughs> It's hard to pill to swallow. I get it, <laughs> but I'm working on myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that, that. part, and that's also what I want to add
1: caveat in the idea of forgiveness. We also need to do self reflection. We need to. I see. am the biggest
0: proponent of self reflection. I literally journal every night before I go to bed, and I journal every morning. I'm just saying.
1: I think self reflection is very important because if you are someone who, if, in multiple areas of your life. If you're seeing the same repeated behavior you should take a look and be like okay maybe i'm the problem because it can't just be everybody else it can't and it's not always just going to be everybody else so taking that time to my, my favorite movie uh high school musical 2 you know when sharpay come out and she's like and vanessa tells her look in the mirror you're always going to have that damage behind you i think that is real i think <laughs> you need to pay attention to the things going on in your life Because, again, it can't be everybody that has a problem, especially if it's, like, different areas of your life. If you have the same issues at work that you do, at your volunteer spot that you do, in your youth group that you do, at whatever the case may be, we should really, really do some Mm self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's
0: big. And that's something I'm constantly learning. Because I'm challenging. And I love being challenging. I'm okay with it. But then there's a lesson in that. Like, Naima, you can be challenging, but is the delivery the best way? Usually not with you. <laughs> and I received that. I'll take that. So, that's all I got. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, hit your people up. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you totally disagree with this, that's fine, too. Um, okay, okay. You don't have to. I know that my words aren't for everyone. and. I'm okay with that. So with that being said, I really hope. (laughs) I forgive. I hope nothing but love going towards you. I hope you're being safe, washing your hands, wearing your masks, and recording these police. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Actually, no, I'm not kidding. Record them. It is your your legal right. Anyways, it is. It is. With that being said, and hopefully understood, peace y'all.